The LA Kings hit the road for the first time this season. Pierre-Luc Dubois returns to Winnipeg, where some old friends are waiting for the Kings. That and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Well, the L.A. Kings are back on the ice this evening in Winnipeg, a game that features a few interesting storylines involving new L.A. King Pierre-Luc Dubois facing his old team and some old L.A. Kings facing their old teammates. We'll get more into that in a bit, but let's start with the bigger picture for the L.A. Kings heading into their first road game of the 2023-24 season. L.A., of course, looking for its first win of the season after a pair of home losses. Opening night, they fell to Colorado 5-2, and then uh, they did pick up a point in a very interesting 6-5 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday in a shootout. Now, the Kings obviously are looking for two points, but also looking to put a complete game effort together. Uh, they uh, need to get off to a good start, something that they have yet to do so far this season, having fallen behind 3 nothing in each of their first two games. So a good start tonight certainly is something we're looking for for the LA Kings. Uh, obviously, uh, not getting off to good starts, falling behind 3 nothing in games, certainly not a formula for success. Uh, L.A. getting the first goal tonight certainly would be a nice start uh, and something that we haven't had so far on the season. Uh, and the Kings need to be better defensively. They need better goaltending, uh, giving up 10 goals in six periods of regulation hockey. Also, not a formula for success. I expect the Kings to look better defensively, cut down on the odd man rushes, hopefully clean up some of the things that we've seen so far, uh, bad line changes here and there, and just uh, unforced errors that have led to breakaways or odd man rushes. Just play cleaner, smarter hockey for the LA Kings. The good news, of course, is that it is early in the season and these things happen. And we saw it last year from the LA Kings as well. And you see it typically with all teams in all sports early in the season. There are things that need to be cleaned up and ironed out. And hopefully we see more cleaned up things tonight for the LA Kings than we have in the last two games. Uh, coming into tonight, looks like Cam Talbot is going to get the start in net over Phoenix Copley. Um, and for Cam Talbot and for Phoenix Copley going forward again, the the goal is to be who you are. Uh, I've mentioned it several times. You'll probably get tired of it by the end of the year, but be uh, who you are as far as making the saves you're supposed to save. These guys are not superstars. These guys are not going to carry the LA Kings to victory but they need to be a part of the formula of success for the LA Kings. And that means being very good. They don't have to be great. Stop the pucks that you need to stop. Uh, if you see it, stop it. Uh, make the routine save 
and you know play just good solid hockey and help your teammates be who they need to be uh, for a winning formula. Uh, the Kings hopefully will get a boost from the return of forward Arthur Kaliev. He is back in action, his first action of this new season after having served that four-game suspension to preseason games and to regular season games for that knee-on-knee hit against the Anaheim Ducks. So Kaliev uh, will be interesting to see where he slots in. Looks like he'll be on that second line with Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. And we will also see him on the second power play unit, I'm sure. Uh, and while Kaliab hasn't played a game in two weeks, just because he's been suspended doesn't mean he was ineligible to participate in practice with the LA Kings. So he shouldn't be too rusty, I wouldn't think. Uh, I'm guessing he's going to be very excited to finally get his season going. So Arthur Kaliab back in the lineup tonight for the LA Kings, some, something we're certainly going to focus on, see how he does. Now, with him back in the lineup, that means the Kings will be making some adjustments to the lineup as well. We saw Carl Grundstrom elevated from the fourth line to the second line against Carolina. It looks like he's going to go back down to that fourth line role that he is usually used in. Um, he has a goal and a primary assist so far on the season, so a nice start for Carl Grundstrom. Uh, and so, again, looks like Kaliev will be on the second line in his season debut and Carl Grunster will slide back down to the fourth line. And while the Kings are looking to get their first win of the season, uh, there is a pretty interesting subplot to tonight's game, which you probably know about, but this is going to be the return of Pierre-Luc Dubois to Winnipeg, where he played the last two-plus seasons. Uh, this was after he was traded to Winnipeg from Columbus back in 2021, and Dubois made it clear once he got to Winnipeg that he really had no intentions of re-signing with the Jets. And uh, that is certainly what happened and resulted in him being eventually traded to the LA Kings. So there is no doubt, and uh, Pierre Dubois has pretty much, ex he's, he knows that he's going to expect to get a hostile reception in Winnipeg tonight, uh, expecting him to get booed likely throughout the game, maybe every time he touches the puck. Uh, the obviously the Jets fans did not like the fact that for whatever reason he didn't want to play there uh, and so he is now on another team and he's trying to beat the Winnipeg Jets tonight so you can understand why Jets fans will be looking to uh, welcome Pierre-Luc Dubois back to Winnipeg uh, with some booze coming up tonight that is to be expected however this is not the first time that Pierre-Luc Dubois will have gone through something like this few years back, he asked to be traded out of Columbus, the team that originally drafted him, and he and that actually obviously happened. Um, so he did have a return to Columbus as a Winnipeg Jet. That was November 24th in 2021, and in that game, he also heard the boos. Uh, he went without a point in that game, was a minus two, and his team lost 3 nothing. Hopefully that will not see anything similar like that as far as his first game back as an L.A. King in Winnipeg. Um, but Dubois is looking for his first regular season points as an L.A. King. Obviously, he had a few points and a goal in a preseason game, but this is when it really counts. So it uh, would be really awesome to see P.L. Dubois get his first goal or goals of the season in a hostile environment against his old team. Uh, always interesting to see how players react when they're put in this situation. Some of them are highly motivated. For some of them, it's a little awkward and weird. Uh, but I, but like I said, he has gone through this before, so this is not going to be something completely new 
for him. Uh, it will be completely new, though, for some former LA Kings, which is another part of the subplot for tonight's game, because when the Kings acquired P.L. Dubois, they traded away three homegrown products, and that would be, of course, forwards Gabe Velarde, Alex Iafalo, and Rasmus Kupari. Uh, Alex Iafalo, um uh, talked a little bit about what tonight was going to be. Uh, he said, quote, it would be a little extra special uh, to face his old teammates. But he also said about the LA Kings, great organization, good people. I made a lot of good friends, was there for six years. Pretty weird playing them for sure. The first uh, the first game to get that over with, uh, end quote. So uh, I guess maybe some mixed reactions when it comes to those guys. But I think it would be fair to say, and we could put ourselves in their shoes, all three of these ex-Kings have to be motivated tonight to kind of stick it to their old team. Uh, not that they have any animosity towards their old teammates. I'm sure they don't at all. Um, but, you know, when you get traded away, even if you understand the trade, even if you know it's part of the business, it's basically someone saying, we don't want you. We think someone's better than you. So I would expect uh, those three former Kings to be motivated and, again, look to uh, hurt the former team that traded them away. So really interesting subplot tonight for this game. Be focusing on P.L. Dubois, and obviously we'll see what those three former L.A. Kings have to offer uh, against their former team as well. Uh, by the way, uh, do you remember what happened the last time the L.A. Kings were in Winnipeg? Uh, if you don't remember, you're going to know quickly because Andre Kobitar scored four goals. The Kings won a 6-5 shootout game against the Jets, but everyone remembers that game because it was the last game for LA Kings goalie Jonathan Quick. We learned after that game, he had shockingly been traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm guessing nothing eventful like that will happen, hopefully, uh, after this game here in Winnipeg. Uh, we are going to talk more about the Kings-Jets matchup in a bit. We're also, though, going to recap the final two episodes of Breaking the Glass with the LA Kings, that documentary that was on the NHL Network that we've kind of forgotten about. We'll do that here in just a second on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Uh, I don't because I use Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports as well as music, comedy, and theater events near you. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and I'm going to see the Steelers hopefully beat the LA Rams this coming Sunday. And I used Game Time to buy my tickets. The app is very easy to navigate and use. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guaranteed. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Uh, I love how you can view the seats uh, before you buy them, and you know exactly what you're going to expect when you get those seats and you get at the stadium. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All-in prices show you the total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps of the app. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-N-H-L, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The LA Kings play the Winnipeg Jets this evening, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings Road Opener 
with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. Uh, real quick, I, I do want to mention, because I am going to take a little sip of my drink here, that I did test negative for COVID today, so it looks like that whole experience is behind me. Uh, thanks for all the well wishes, but the throat is still a little scratchy and dry, so a real quick little drink here as we continue on with here on Locked on LA Kings. All right, so with everything going on, with the start of the LA Kings and all the roster issues and the suspensions and all that, kind of forgot about the uh, Breaking the Glass documentary that the LA Kings have been a part of. Uh, and I didn't recap episode two from last week. And last night, they played the third and final episode. So I did want to recap that show for those of you that don't have the NHL Network. Um, I, I think the excitement of the first episode wore off a bit because the season is now underway. So that is really you know, what we care about. And that's kind of been the focus for me. But it was still cool to see the LA Kings featured uh, by the NHL uh, in this uh, this show. Um, it was a little bit uh, surprising, I guess, that the first episode was an hour, uh, and then the next two episodes were only 30 minutes. So they were kind of over before I really even knew what was going on. I'm like, oh, wow, these are really sh shorter episodes. But did want to recap the final two episodes, and not too much was revealed uh, as far as you know things going on with the team. Uh, although we did have the, I guess, amusing moment where Drew Doughty chipped his tooth in the celebration of the Quinton Byfield goal uh, in the season opener. Um, that was kind of typical Dewey. Something funny happens to him, uh, seems like, uh, more often than not. Uh, there was a bit of a focus on the Kings goalie competition. Uh, they did talk about the goalies and specifically Cam Talbot and Phoenix Copley uh, pushing each other to play well because uh, obviously whichever goalie kind of asserted themselves, that was probably going to be the goalie who would get more of the net. Now, obviously we haven't seen that yet. Maybe Phoenix, uh, or excuse me, Cam Talbot tonight asserts himself and he'll get the next start in Minnesota. I don't think that that's out of certainly out of the realm of possibility, but they did have a conversation between Rob Blake, the general manager and head coach Tom McClellan, where McClellan did say that it was locked in stone that, Talbot would start the season opener and Copley would start the second game. He said no matter how well Talbot played, they had explained to him that the next start was going to go to Phoenix Copley. Uh, I don't know if that will that rotation will stick a little bit longer as the two goalies kind of get you know into the flow of a new uh, season or not. But I, my guess is that the way the Kings have started, like if they were 2-0, and then sure, why not, regardless of how the goalies played. But the fact that they haven't gotten that first win yet, I think if Cam Talbot plays really well tonight, I would expect to see him in net against Minnesota. But first things first, let's see how he does uh, tonight. Uh, I think that there was a, you know, a certain feel about these two guys, uh, you know, the two goalies, Copley and Talbot specifically, and it did it did remind me that the Kings do have a new goalie coach this year in Mike Buckley, um, and uh, so maybe he has his work cut out from a little bit more than we would have thought. And these are two veteran goalies for sure. I don't know that they need a lot of coaching necessarily, um, but again, that's just another element here to keep in mind as far as the LA Kings goaltending situation goes early in the season. You've got uh, one new goalie in Camp Talbot. You've got a new goalie coach. They're all trying to figure things out here early in the season. And hopefully that happens uh, sooner rather than later. And they also did talk a little bit about David Riddich, the third goalie, who's kind of in the mix as well now down in the AHL with Ontario. We saw a little bit of a feature on Adrian Kempe. Got to see him at home with his girlfriend. Uh, looks like he's a bit of a sneakerhead. 
but then again, when you make that kind of money, uh, you can buy whatever you want, right? And uh, it's not a big deal. So uh, if you see something you like, you just buy it, right? Uh, so he's he has uh, an eye for sneakers, apparently. Um, also, I did I did see he had some Air Jordans. I I've never had a pair of Air Jordans. Does that make me weird? Um, I just I don't know. I obviously I'm not a sneakerhead. Uh, I'm more about jerseys and and caps, those kinds of things. So I do have my things, uh, but shoes are not are not one of them for me. Uh, we saw a little bit of a feature on uh, Philip Deneau, uh showed him uh, having a couple of guys come to his house with some custom suits they made for him. Uh, so he's always been one of the uh, L.A. Kings who's been uh, very well dressed. And of course, they came and they had the uh, the signature hats that he likes to wear as well. Um, so we saw him at home trying on his suits and uh, showing his hats and things like that. Um, we did see a little bit of an old reunion between Drew Doughty and Trevor Lewis, who, of course, came up together, won two Stanley Cups together. Uh, they played some pool at a local bar there in Hermosa Beach, that area where most of the players live. Um, and I think I remember back in the day that when these two guys were first coming up, that they were roommates. I think Wayne Simmons was one of their roommates as well. And uh, it's still a little weird now as time has gone by to see Drew Doughty and Trevor Lewis as grown men with families and wives and kids and things like that. But it uh, was cool to see them, uh, you know, kind of having a reunion this year with Trevor Lewis returning to the LA Kings. And we did see Trevor Lewis get featured, not surprisingly, on the trip to Salt Lake City for the Frozen Fury, where he is home. It's his hometown, Salt Lake City. Uh, saw him after the game, a lot of family and friends there. And uh, one thing that was pretty cool was that his dad, whose name was Randy, I believe, uh, was wearing an old Trevor Lewis number 61 jersey, which you probably know Lewis has gone back to. That was the number he had when he first broke in with the LA Kings, his first NHL game he wore. 61 later switched to 22 but now kevin fiala is wearing that number so louis decided to go back to the number 61 and his dad was wearing an old purple king 61 jersey and uh trevor was like where'd you get that jersey and he's like oh it was in my closet it's your it's your jersey from your rookie year so that was that was pretty cool that he had uh pulled that out to uh, check it out we did get a tiny glimpse of some of the behind the scenes conversations going on between GM Rob Blake and head coach Todd McClellan, just talking about the realities the Kings have gone through with the salary cap to start the season. Uh, they never did mention any of the injury involving Victor Arvidsson, which was interesting. Uh, they did talk about Jordan Spence and how they were going to have to send him to the AHL to start the season, but how he was an NHL player. And they had explained to him that it was because of the realities of the salary cap, nothing that he has done to not earn a spot. And then we had a brief clip of Jordan Spence talking about, yeah, he was disappointed but seemed to have a good attitude about it. And now we've seen what happens. Um, he's been pretty much called up sooner rather than later because of the injury to Victor Arvidsson. So you never know how it's going to work out. Uh, so he's back where he's belong. Jordan Spence, uh, an NHL player for the LA Kings. So that was the final two episodes of Breaking the Glass with the LA Kings. All in all, uh, I thought the show was fun. Uh, nothing too super revealing or surprising. Uh, nothing unexpected. If you watched any of those types of shows, that's usually what the case is. I just got a little taste of the team and the players. I do wish it was something that could go on all season long, but not really realistic and probably not something the Kings really, as far as players and management would really like to do as well. But cool to see a little glimpse of things with the LA Kings this season. It is just a reminder of the journey that is uh, a season. 
in sports, one of my favorite things, I think sports is the greatest reality TV that's out there because unlike those other shows, it actually isn't scripted. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. The twists and turns, we've already seen a little bit of that with the LA Kings this year with the injury to Victor Arvidsson with the the salary cap hoops they've had to jump through. So it's uh, you think you know what's going to happen the start of the season, but things there's always twists and turns, and uh, things are just getting started for the LA Kings. But again, cool to see the Kings a part of that breaking the glass uh, show. And if you don't have NHL Network and you weren't able to see that, I, I have n- saw that uh, the – NHL's YouTube channel has released the first two episodes on their YouTube channel. So if you want to check it out, you haven't seen it yet, you can. Uh, really easy to find. Just go to YouTube and search Breaking the Glass LA Kings and you should have no trouble finding it at all. All right, we'll take a final look at tonight's matchup against the Winnipeg Jets. Give you a little bit of a scouting report on the Jets. We'll do that here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use. There is a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, player pop, props, over-unders, and more. And obviously, we love to bet on the NFL, but you can bet on the NHL as well. Uh, and as a matter of fact, RLA Kings underdogs tonight in Winnipeg. Uh, the Kings are getting a goal and a half against the Jets. Uh, the over under on total goals scored in the game is at six and a half. So if you want to place a bet on our Kings to win, uh, or if you think the over under is going to be higher or lower, you could certainly do that. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on and Bet all season long, whether it's on the NHL or the NFL as well. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And all great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. A lot of them also drink AG1. With a daily serving, you are setting yourself up for success. They've got 75 high-quality ingredients that give you your key daily nutritional and support energy, focus, strength, and clarity. It is a micro habit that delivers macro benefits and helps everybody take great care of their health every day. You just mix one small scoop in water, drink it first thing in the morning, done. Uh, It costs you less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. Uh, It is a really effective daily habit with high quality sourced ingredients. It is a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then AG1 is for you, and you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. The LA Kings play the Winnipeg Jets this evening, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings road opener with Sirius XM on the SXM app search LA Kings. So again, the LA Kings play their first road game of the season. It's a mini two-game trip to Winnipeg and then to Minnesota on Thursday. Uh, the Jets come in with a record of 1-1. One and one. They won their home opener uh, in their last game that they played. That was a 6-4 win over the Florida Panthers, the Jets opened the season with a 5-3 road loss in Calgary. Kyle Connor leads the team in goals with three uh, and also in points with four. 
Um, as for former LA Kings players, Alex Iafalo has a goal, one goal so far on the season, while Gabe Velarde and Rasmus Gupar each have chipped in with an assist so far on the season. Connor Hellebuck will be in net tonight for the Winnipeg Jets, as he will be most of their season. He is one of the real workhorses in the NHL. He averages about 55 starts per season. Jets are coached by veteran bench boss Rick Bonus, now in his second season with the team, and he had a real up and down first season with the Jets, started off the year by stripping Blake Wheeler of his captaincy and then called the team out at the end of the year basically for quitting. Uh, Jets did make the playoffs last season, but they were out very quickly in five games against the Vegas Golden Knights. So a lot of people thought the Jets might be on the verge of a rebuild, that they would kind of tear down this version of the team and look to build it back up again. But instead, uh, they decided to sign veteran forward Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck to matching seven-year extensions last week. So it looks like management has decided they're going to give this group a chance to make a run at a Stanley Cup again. Uh, but they haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs since they moved from Atlanta to Winnipeg. This version of the Winnipeg Jets has been in the playoffs six times in 12 years, but they've only advanced out of the second round once. So not a lot of playoff success, but uh, again, Looks like this uh, group of Jets is going to get another shot to try and see what they can do. The rebuild in Winnipeg, not going to happen, at least not for the foreseeable future, it looks like. As for the LA Kings, according to friend of the show, Zach Dooley, uh, Kings insider, again, Arthur Kaliev is going to be on that second line with Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. Carl Grundstrom is dropping down from his one-game stint on the second line down to the fourth line. And we will see on that third defensive pairing, Jordan Spence, on the right side, paired with Andreas England. So that means the lone uh, healthy scratch for the LA Kings tonight will be defenseman Tobias Bjornsvitt. And as expected, Cam Talbot is going to be back in net for the LA Kings. Looking forward to see how the Kings play in their first road game of the season. Looking forward to seeing the drama around P.L. Dubois' return to Winnipeg. And of course, the Kings facing some old teammates as well. Which uh, which one of those group will assert themselves tonight and be the storyline uh, for the game, uh, we'll find out about it. Can the Kings get off to a good start? Uh, will they clean up some of their mistakes from the past two games? Will Cam Talbot step it up in net? Things we're all going to find out and talk about on tomorrow's show. It is the 0-1-1 LA Kings against the 1-1 Winnipeg Jets. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day tomorrow, we're scheduled to be joined by Austin Stanovich, who covers the LA Kings for the Hockey News. He's going to help us recap tonight's game against the Jets and get his thoughts on the Kings season so far. Thursday, we're going to preview the Kings game in Minnesota against the Wild. And then on Friday, we'll recap that game as well as have another Kings fan feedback show. So a busy week here on Lockdown LA Kings. Hope you'll be with us for the entire week. If you want to stay interactive with the show, our email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. If you are watching on YouTube, of course, just leave your comments in the section below. We always enjoy that. Uh, don't forget to stay interactive with the show by following us on X or the site formerly known as Twitter, or as I like to just still call it, Twitter, because I'm I'm stubborn. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram as well. Both are at Lockedon. LA Kings. That is going to do it for today's show. Thank you as always for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.